0: Sure, Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty three. Sure, he said that. That's mental assent. We all can do that, and then we can quote it. You know, we run the scriptures off like if you know water off of a duck's back. Oh yeah, who shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, be cast in the sea? Shall not doubt in his heart, believe the things he say when he prays? Shall come the past? He shall have what he said. That's just what running it off. But that is so different from actually what acting. Because Mm -hmm. that's what faith is. Faith is acting out. Verse 23.
1: Good morning, everybody. And welcome to Healing School. Good morning, prophet. Good morning. Good morning. Praise God. All right. We are talking about. uh, Faith. Hope and mental ascent. And Mm -hmm. this is part two of faith, hope, and mental ascent. Okay, Prophet, in the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. We praise you. We we look to you. And we we believe you for miracles, signs, and wonders in this healing school today. Father, Father, we thank you. That your word taught will manifest in the people's lives. You will touch their body in the name of Jesus. And we just praise you. We thank you for it. Praise you. Praise you
0: Father. In the precious name. In Jesus' precious name. We receive healing. Yes we do. Yes we do.
1: In the precious name of Jesus.
0: Hallelujah. Amen 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 glory to god
1: okay that's it. we can begin
0: okay let's get back to our notes we we didn't get very far last uh saturday that we apostle
1: we, well, no, when the holy spirit that.
0: walks in you got to let him lead. you know we can't expect him to follow he, when he walks in he's ready to leave and so we that's believe right. in god that he'll do the same thing today so let's just get started and trust that he will join us because he always does so we were looking at um some of Apostle's notes, and I'll just pick up and go over a few of what we talked about on last week, and, and hopefully we'll get a little further today. There must be a clear distinction in your mind between believing and mental ascent. Apostle, can you hear me? Okay.
1: Very good.
0: I'll read it again. There must be a clear distinction in your mind between believing and mental assent believing the word is acting on the word apostle stop me wherever you want to stop believing the word is acting on the word mental assent however is acknowledging the truthfulness of the word the integrity of the word but never acting on it
1: Now, let's pause right there. Okay. Believing the word
0: is acting on the word. word.
1: Now, a lot of people, they say they believe the word, yes, but they will not act. (laughs) You hear things like, well, you know, if God wants me to have it, he'll give it to me. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be healed in God's own time. Folks, if that's what you believe, and you're gonna stay there, you will never be healed. It won't happen. Now let me tell you why I say that. Believing the word of God, look at what he said. It's acting on it. hmm If you believe, you're going to act. Somebody say, I believe the chair hold me, but they never sit down. Well, if you believe the chair hold you, you'll sit down in it. All right. Well, in God's own time, he'll heal me. Folks, that is not true either. Why? It's because God Lives in one time zone. Say with me. Mm-hmm. He lives where? In one time zone. Mm-hmm. Well, God going to heal me in his own time. Let me tell you what God's time zone is. It's now. Remember Hebrews 11 and 1? Now yes. faith is. Yes. Now faith is. See, if you're not coming to God. By faith, you will never get his attention. What gets the attention of God is this. is faith. That's why Hebrews 11 and 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. You're going to have to come with faith. So the God's uh, zone that he lives in, it's faith. Don't push your healing back in the past or in the future. There is no future with God. Did you know that? There is Amen. no tomorrow with God. It's always now. It's right now. Hmm. Why keep putting off today or tomorrow which you can have right now? Jesus said, by his stripes, you are what? You are healed. Take it now, folks. Don't wait. not one more moment. Why go another day without what Jesus died to give you? All right. It belongs to you. It's now. What you say, prophet?
0: Amen. It is. It is always now. Faith is always now. I love it when you share that. Uh, faith from that perspective because I think it sheds a lot of light on it for us. And we're in this year about to wind up, but you know what, God, whatever word he gives us, Apostle, at the beginning of the year, he's made it very clear that it does not end at the end of the year. That word that he's given us in uh for the new year, it does not fade away at the end of the year. So God has That's given it. us this word that we are walking in abundance of understanding this year. And we thank God for that. And so when you shed light on, uh, shed uh, faith from that perspective, it opens a broad, a, rock. That's a new area of understanding for me, especially when you say, you know, it's always now. Faith is always now. It's always now. If it is not now, it isn't faith. That's right. Because we, I used to find myself speaking that way a lot. Oh, I'll get it. You know, I'll get it someday. Any of you ever found yourselves, you know, speaking that way? Have you ever heard yourself always using the futuristic tense when we refer to something that we've asked God for? And that's something we need to always kind of like slow down a little bit and pay attention to our words. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the scripture tells us, Jesus has made it very plain in his visit here in the earth that we have exactly what we say. And if we're always talking futuristic, will it ever come? Will it ever come? Think about that for a moment. If every time we open our mouths, and say, well, I'll get it someday. When is that apostle? I don't know when someday is. <laughs> do you? It doesn't exist. No, it has no reference to it. It has no, no element of, 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 uh, of, of time in it. It has no practical, it's not practical. I mean, what can we do with that someday? How do you measure that? Yeah. You know, so we have to, well, the first thing I had to do was make sure that I stopped speaking that way. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm believing, and we like to say this, oh, I'm believing God for this. I'm believing God for that. Well, what is believing? What did we find out in our message this morning? Even last week, believing the word is acting on the word. That's right. And to constantly say, well, I'm believing God for this. You know, and we went through this last week. I want to go through it again because we don't ever get tired of explaining the word of going over it again, helping you to reflect on it, helping you to, you know, uh, exercise it in your, in your, in your spirit. Cause this is how we gain faith for something. We must constantly remind ourselves of the word of God. So we talked about it uh, a little bit. Uh, last week, and we don't mind going over, to, over it again, because when we are believing God for something, we must speak it into manifestation. We must speak in the present tense like we have it according to Mark 11. That's what Mark 11, what Jesus told us, what he shared with us in that passage. You know, it starts out by saying, have faith in God. That's verse 22. And then in verse 23, he says, whosoever. Well, that includes all of us, right? That includes you. It includes Larry and me and you listening to us out there. We are whosoever. He said, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, come on, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Are you listening? And shall not doubt. See that? And shall not doubt. He didn't say doubt in your head. Because doubt will forever be in your head about something when you are believing God for something. But he said, do not doubt in your heart. And we looked at that on last week as well. We do not mind going back over it again. When you have doubt in your head, it's just Satan putting those thoughts there. Thoughts will come and they will go. He's even given us an, uh, uh instructions on how to get rid of doubt in our head. What did he say? He said casting down over first in, in Corinthians chapter 10 up around verse five. He says casting down imagination. Come on. And every high thing that is exalting itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So he knew thoughts would come to us, but he also gave us the pathway to getting rid of those thoughts. Why, why, why did he tell us to do that? Because what he knew well, he knew, Jesus knew, we didn't know. He said that if we let it get down in our hearts, then we're going to start speaking those doubtful words. And we are programmed to have exactly what we say. You see it? Yes. So doubting your head all day long will never, ever come into manifestation if you don't speak it. There we That's go. right. So he said... And doubt not in your heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, you'll have whatsoever you say. You see, guys, Mm -hmm. that's where we, what are we doing now? We're taking the time that is needed to die I mean, to just dissect the word of God, open it up, examine it, study it, meditate on it, see what it, put it into practical application in our lives. And watch it transform our lives. Amen? Yes. We have to move away from just mental assent about the word of God. Because as we've seen in our lesson, mental assent is acknowledging the truthfulness of the word. So what is it saying? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Mark 11 does exist. Sure. Uh-huh. Mark eleven twenty two it does exist. Sure, Jesus said that. Sure, Jesus said Mark eleven twenty three. 23. Sure, he said that. That's mental assent. We all can do that. And then we can that's quote right. it. You know, we run the scriptures off like if, you know, water off of a duck's back. Oh yeah, whosoever <laughs> shall send it this mountain, be thou removed, be it cast in the sea shall not doubt in his heart, believe the things he say when he prays <laughs> shall come to cast, he shall have what he said. That's just what? Running it off. But that is so different from actually what? Acting. Because mm-hmm. that's what faith is. Faith is acting out. Verse 23. You see it? That's right. That's when it's real. We, we move, man, we're getting somewhere now. We're gonna act it out. And so when we set out to act out verse 23, what are we saying? I am going to speak to the mountain. I'm gonna speak to this pain in my body. I'm gonna speak to this attack in my body. I'm gonna speak to sickness and disease, I'm going to speak to poverty and lack and wants and not enough, I'm going to speak to, uh, you know, come on, whatever the problem is, I'm going to speak to this thing that's trying to come against my home, trying to come against my children, trying to come against my finances, coming against my health and my strength, coming against my workplace, coming against my business. Are you listening? I'm speaking to that mountain. I'm speaking to that mountain. Now we're acting out. The word of God. That's good. Don't don't speak of the mountain it's like we normally. I used to do that, guys. I cannot. You know, I don't know you. I don't know your habits, but I can talk about mine. I used to talk about the problem. What what's going on? Oh, I have this terrible pain in my back. Oh, I have this thing going on on my job. Oh, I'm telling you, I have this situation in my bank. I'm telling you, my finances it's just just depleted. I don't know what's going on. Man, I tell on and on and on. What was I doing? Instead of speaking to the problems, are you listening? I was speaking about the problems. But that's not what Mm -hmm. Jesus said. He said, speak to the mountain. And that's the problem. To the mountain. Thank you, Apostle. Mm -hmm. Speak to the mountain because that is the problem. Speak to it. Speak to it. Now This is another place where we need to pay close attention. You don't just speak your feelings. You see it? We must speak the word of God to that problem. Yes. And we covered that on last week, and I don't mind going over it again. If it will help someone, or maybe you weren't even in the audience last week, so I'll cover it again. Now we're going to speak to the mountain. Let's say it's sickness that's trying to attack your body. Well, what do you do? You don't speak how you feel. Well, look, sickness, I'm tired of you hurting me. You got to leave. That's not going to cause it. That's not going to cause anything to happen. You just spoke your feelings to the mountain. You have to speak the word of God to the mountain. Are you listening? So That's hey, that. let's go choose something what God said. What did He say? Well, we just gave an example, and I like to go to First Peter two twenty four. We could go to the Old Testament Isaiah fifty three five. Isaiah fifty three five says, "But God who is rich in mercy, for His great love, you know, He talked about how, but He was wounded for my transgressions, He was bruised for my guilt and my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon Him, and with the stripes that wounded Him, I was, I am healed." That's Isaiah fifty three five. You say, "Well, that's Old Testament." Well, let's move over to the New Testament. Let's look at First Peter two twenty four. What did he say? But God, but He was wounded for my, you know, who His own self bare my sins in His own body on the tree. As on an altar He offered Himself on it, that I, Helen Elder, might die and cease to exist to sin and live unto righteousness. And by his stripes I was healed. Are you listening to me? Over in that's the right. New, it's talking about. The present and over in the in the in the old is talking about the present and in the new is talking about what was what did happen Mm -hmm. because this did happen. Jesus did this by his stripes. You were healed. And guess what? You are still healed today. Amen. So when you're going to speak to the mountain, tell the mountain what the word of God says. So it would sound something like this. I'm going to speak to this mountain of sickness. Listen to me, mountain of sickness, I'm speaking to you. You're attacking my body. High blood pressure, uh, uh, cancer, COVID-19, huh? Delta variant, Hi- diabetes. Come on. Whatever it is, you listen to me. You listen to me. I'm speaking to you. You can't stay in my body. Why? Because Jesus was wounded for my transgression. He was bruised for my guilt and my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him and with the stripes that wounded Jesus, I call your name. I, Helen Elder, I was healed then and I am healed today. Now take your bag of tricks. Take your symptoms, take your high blood pressure, take your your Delta variant, take your COVID-19, take your heart trouble, take it all and get up and get out of here. Get out of here rottenness in the name of the Lord Jesus. And at the name of Jesus, listen to me, devil, every knee bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord and he's Lord over this body. You will not lord it over me, sickness and disease. You will not lord it over me. Now, that child child of God, what did we just do? In Jesus' name, and let's finish out that verse. He says, speak to it. We spoke the word to it, and we spoke in faith. We didn't go, you know, begging and pleading. No, we spoke in faith. When you do that, those symptoms are, you know what? Satan's getting ready to get all of his symptoms and get out of there. He's scurving around right now trying to gather up all his foolishness, because he doesn't know whether it's you speaking or Jesus, and that's why you must speak what thus said. The Lord Jesus came to tell us what to say to the demonic forces of hell. They won't listen to your cries and your and your 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 emotions, even though God Jesus, God gave us our emotions. But that's not what you. That's not the weapons of our warfare that are needed right there. The weapons mm-hmm. that are needed is your faith to move that. That's right. And then you say, Don't you doubt now. You've done the you've spoken, now don't you doubt. Yeah. And you know why you you know why you can stand in faith? Because those were not your words. You spoke the words of God to that mountain. that. Yes, you did. So you stand in faith and you just raise your hands and you say, Father, thank you. Now it's not up to me. I know it's up to you, and I believe you. I believe you. And I thank you, I received my healing for this high blood pressure, for this heart trouble, for this COVID nineteen, for this delta variant, for this backache, come on, this headache, whatever it is. I I thank you. I receive my healing. Now you just go on down the road, hop skipping and jumping, like if it's already done. See, that's faith. You don't wait till you see uh, uh the pain stop. That's where we usually miss it. We we checking you know, our stomach, checking your heart, checking your back. Oh, the pain is still there. Ever, never, ever, ever let those words come out of your mouth after you made a faith confession. Are you listening to That's us up. this morning? Never go back Great that job. way after you've made a faith confession. After you've stepped out into the word of God and you're going to look at your body and check your body just because the pain is still there, you're going to open your mouth and say, well, I guess I didn't get it. What happened? You just stopped the process. You yeah. just stepped out of faith. You're not in faith anymore. You know where you are? You're in doubt. That's right. So don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Cause Satan will increase, let me, let me, let me add this right here. When you take a step of faith like that, open your mouth and speak to the mountain, do you know Satan will increase the pain? <laughs> he will increase yeah. the symptoms. That's Nine right. out of ten times that Those symptoms will increase. They will. They will become. I mean, illuminated. They will. Man, they will get so heavy till you think you really missed it for real. That's the time when you stand your ground. Doesn't matter how hard those symptoms are hitting in your body. Doesn't matter how how persistent the pain is becoming. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. The Bible says, "Having done all to stand." Stand therefore. Stand there for what? To see the salvation, the deliverance of the Lord. Stand there. Are you listening? Because it's not about what you can do. It's about what he's doing behind the veil. That's right. It's That's about right. what's what's going on now that you have taken in that faith. That's devil's faith It's what it's about it's in the spirit world now. It's about them. It isn't on you anymore. So so what do you do? Never open your mouth to doubt what you've just done just because you're feeling kind of bad. Just because the pains are persistent. Because they are intensifying. Because they are, I mean, bearing down on you. Never open your mouth and say, whoa, it's me. I didn't get it. Don't do that. Are you listening? I promise you, okay. if you stand there just like that, before you know it, sometime that same day, sometime... You later, you'd be looking, you'd say, oh, my God, it stopped, it stopped. And just because the pain stopped doesn't mean the process is finished. God doesn't want to just stop the pain. No, He wants to remove the symptoms. He wants to remove the very source of the symptoms. He wants to remove the very source of it. Are you listening? He wants to root that thing up and remove it out of your body. To that's me, right. that's the best cure we could ever receive. When we go to the doctor, and we say this time and time again, thank God for the doctors. They give us pain medication, they give us, uh, ampicillin, penicillin, antibiotics, to, to try and fight the cause, to try and fight the very source. But you know, the word of God is more powerful than the penicillin, the ampicillin, the, 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 the Uh, And whatever it is, whatever kind of medication you're taking, the word of God is the medication. That's right. The doctor will take "Take two of these and call me in the morning. And we go home and we do just what he said. We take the medication faithfully. Well, guess what? We've got to take the word of God faithfully like that. But the word of God is a positive. I'm telling you, it's going to root that thing out. It's going to remove it. The child of God, your part, your part, mm-hmm. this is your part. Stay in faith. Praise God. Stay in faith. Once you've made a faith confession like that, once you've taken a, a step of faith like that, gotta remember now. Close your mouth. Guard your words. Amen. Because that is where the rubber meets the road right there. So faith is always now. It is never passivity. It is not passivity. Passivity lies quietly without action, without choice. It's inert. But believing is acting on the word. Believing the word is not only recognizing its utter truthfulness, but it is taking it to your very own person. It's taking on. It's ta- you're taking it to yourself. You're you're acting on it, and so to act on His word is to do His will and mm-hmm. to act in His will. Amen? Praise
1: God.
0: Amen. We have to remember this is what God is looking for. He's looking for us to take a step of faith, just like that. And he's saying, "Don't worry about whether it's going to be delivered. I will deliver it. I will perform it. I just need you to stand there, little covenant partner. I need you to stand in faith." Yes. You see, he is honored by our act, our actions. He's honored when we act on his word. He is dishonored by our mental accept to its truthfulness, by our hoping that it will become. True, sometimes by our passivity that lies quietly rejoicing in the word but has no part in it, he's right. dishonored when we do that. We dishonor God, you see. So, he that believeth, that person has, he that believeth, he has. If you believe, you have. If you believe, you have, amen. His name is glorified by our acting on the word. The Father is glorified by our acting. Remember that his throne is in back of his, you know, it backs his word. His integrity is involved in it. Mm -hmm. That's why he said, I exalt my my word above, I exalt my word above my name. It's what he said. To God, his word is everything. It's everything. Amen? That's right. John fifteen seven says, if you abide in me and my yeah. words abide in you, come yeah. on, you shall ask whatsoever you will. And it, what is it? It is the whatever mm-hmm. you need. That's it's right. It's whatever you need. need healing? He said that healing shall be done unto you. You need finances. That's right. He said that finances will be given unto you. You need deliverance. He said that deliverance will be given unto you. He said you need your children saved. You need your body. Whatever. He said it'll be done. Yeah. Look at the, look at the criteria. Let's back it up. If you abide in me. Say, if you abide in me, that means what apostle abide in his word, right?
1: That's right. Remain in it.
0: That's right. That's right. The word abide means remain in his word. So, Let's slow that down. Let's slow that train down a little bit because we just want, we just want to analyze. We want to make sure we're getting on board with an understanding of what God is saying to us in his word. And, and and that is where we want to stand. He said, abide in me. That means don't just get up. And when we make that faith confession that I just went over and then I said, okay, I'm going to stand there. No, he wants you to stay in that word.
1: Keep your eyes
0: on that word. Meditate on that word. Never, ever forget the word of God. Every day we should be in the word of God. You know, I try to make a habit before I start my day, before I get into breakfast, before I get into coffee. I don't know what your routine is. But as soon as I open my eyes in the morning, my body wants to go in the kitchen and just start the uh you know, the coffee up and go brewing. Once it started just percolating or whatever we do, you know, whatever we use but to produce our d- drinks in the morning, I just want to go to the kitchen. But I can't do that. Now, that's my body. Wants me to go and, mm-hmm. push and press the button on that curate and get that curate. That's my body, you see? That's my body telling me, go to the kitchen, get your cup of coffee. You can't make it without your coffee. But now I know that my spirit man takes precedence over whatever my body is telling me are you listening to me because when you become before you got saved your body was the leader your body was the boss because you had no knowledge of spiritual things the spirit man was dead it wasn't it was there But it wasn't active. And so the body just was in control of everything. If you felt like you wanted a drink, if you wanted some whiskey or some whatever, it didn't matter. You wanted to go to the juke joints. You wanted to party all night. You wanted to smoke, drink, whatever. The body did that. But child of God, when you received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, remember what the scripture says. Now, he said, I will take a residency in you. I will come and live in you. I and my father, we're going to be there. We're in you. So now the spirit man is in charge. Are you listening? And so we That's need good. to make sure that we put him first in everything we do. So that Eric is going to have to wait until I come out of the prayer room. Are you listening to me? So the kitchen is not the first stop for me in the morning. It's the prayer room. You may not have a prayer room. It may be in your bedroom. It may be a small corner in the bed in your bedroom. It may be a a place in the den. It may be a place in the living room. I don't know, but I just felt fit to put a prayer room in in my home. Thank God he gave me space to do it. And so that's the first stop for me. And what am I doing? I'm acknowledging him. I'm telling him, Father, how much I love you. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for watching Mm -hmm. over me as i slept in slumbered. Thank you for keeping me. Thank you for starting me on my way. And then I go from one to the next but i acknowledge him as lord what am i doing i'm making sure my spirit man is leaving my spirit man is in control and when we do that the spirit will lead us it will guide us into all the truth because that's what he said jesus told us that right he said i'm gonna leave you but i'll not leave you what comfortless i'm gonna send to you another come on apostle didn't he say that another Another comforter Yeah, and he's going to lead you. Listen, listen. He's going to guide you. Come on into all the truth. Well, if we don't acknowledge him, remember how we constructed. Now, Jesus said, "We will have what we say." Yes. Yeah. So just because the promises are written in the scripture doesn't mean they're going to automatically come. Um, into our defense. No, we must speak them into manifestation. So I just Absolutely. say I thank you, Father. Praise you. The Holy Spirit is here to lead me today. The Holy Spirit is guiding me today. The Holy Spirit is in all my ways. He's not. Igno- he's leading and guiding me. So I, I make that distinction in the morning. I acknowledge that. I make sure my mouth speak those promises over my life, over my day, over my children, over my home, over my family. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit leading me. And child of God, once you do that, trust that he is. Trust that he is. You see? So, What is he saying? Abide in me. Abide in me. So that's what he's telling us. I want you to stay in my word. I don't want you to take it for granted that because you've spoken, you know, yesterday, you don't have to visit my word today. Child of God, that's like saying because I put on my, my clothing before I went in, in into the grocery store yesterday. I don't have to put on clothing to go out today. You would soon go to jail for indecent exposure if you walked out without your clothes on. Are you listening? We have to dress every day. So if we dress every day in the natural, come on, hang with me this morning. Stay with me. Stay focused. If you dress this yesterday, you must dress again today physically. Well, what are we talking about? We need to dress spiritually every day. You get up out of the bed, you put your robe on, you got your pajamas. I don't know how you sleep, but one of the things I do know when you get up and you start, you know, starting your day, going out to work or whatever, you will dress. You dress you, and the weather is changing now. we need to make sure we're warm, God, child of yeah. God, you must dress spiritually every morning, so what am I doing That's in right. that prayer room? I'm dressing, i'm making sure I'm abiding in in him. I'm putting on God, I'm putting on his word, yeah, he said, abide in me he said my words my words about let my words abide in you see so I must I have to say that. He, then he said, and now, Helen, whatever you ask me, huh, whatsoever you ask, now it'll be done. Why? That's because right. the word of God is abiding in me. I'm not going to ask for my my neighbor's husband. That's not the will of God. He said, whatever That's you it. ask according to my will, I'm not going to ask for, for a gun to go out and shoot someone. I, I'm not going to ask God to, help me to rob the corner grocery. So, uh, you see, you're not going to do that. I'm not going to ask God to show me how to cheat and lie my way out of a deal to to make me prosper or or show me things to get over on my neighbor. Uh, No, God is not going to do that because that's not his will.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: See, so I'm going, since I'm abiding in him and he's abiding in me, I'm going to act according to his will. He said, and here's the promise. Helen, that will be done for you. And it goes on to say, herein is my father glorified. We're still looking Mm -hmm. at John 15, 7. That ye be, you bear much fruit. See, now I'm going to bear fruit because the spirit of God is abiding in me. Yeah. And now he says, you'll be my disciples.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: And that is the fruit of the indwelling word, which has prompted prayers that are answered. Amen? Yes. of God, this is so fruitful. We must really take the time to examine the word of God so we can apply it properly to our everyday lives. You see, that's when we're going to see change. There's no such thing as a scared prayer. Many times we get attacked by certain things in the course of a day and then we want to run over and pray about it. Listen, this is why you must put on the word of God every morning because Satan will attack you. You have to, you have to understand that. If you've already put on the whole armor of God and that's another thing you do every morning, you put that armor on. He didn't tell us to, to do this. So, so that we would not be attacked, he knew we would be attacked. He put it on because you will be attacked. But when the attack comes, are you? Are you? Am I still on? Apostle, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, very good.
0: He said, so when that attack comes, it will have no effect in you. Are you listening? Sure, it will hit. Sure, it will hit. Sure, it will come in. But he said no weapon formed against you shall prosper. See, he didn't say that it would not happen. He said, but it will not prosper. What does that mean? I'll deliver you out of that one. I will take care of you. I'm in here because you've acknowledged me. I'm in you, and I will help you. I will deliver you. Are you listening? So you must, you can't afford not to put on the whole armor of God. That's right. We must dress for the battle. Now that's Going way beyond mental ascent. Mental ascent is just acknowledging that what Jesus did. Oh yeah, well I know Jesus died for us. He provided. He did. Because of Jesus, I'm saved and said, but that's just mental ascent. That's just acknowledging that it happened. We must move beyond the, those, uh, levels and move out into the faith realm where we are actually yes. acting on what Jesus did. That's so right. So now every morning, I'm abiding in the word. And I'm allowing the word to abide in me. Don't wait until something happens. I used to live like that, too, until I learned better. Thank God for my father in the gospel. I learned better. So now I don't live uh just to fast once a year. I live a fasted life. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to say that again. You know, we can't live just to say, well, I'm going to take on a fast when I need something. No, we must live a fasted life. Praise God. In, in, in that we're not going to eat all that we want to eat. I love chocolate, but, if man, I've already put on some pounds because of the pandemic, and that's just eating a little bit more and not being as active as I should have been, but I'm working on on getting those pounds off. But you talk about love chocolate. If I eat chocolate and ice cream the way I love chocolate and ice cream, You guys would have to roll me around in a wheelbarrow. You see, so Uh I have to live a fasted life. I have to live a fasted life. I can't have all that I want just because I want it. You must live a fasted life as it relates to the spiritual things. You must make sure that you are making room for spiritual things and not just having natural things because it's what you want. Amen? No, we must live. A life of faith. That's our part.
1: It's making sure. Amen. 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 Praise God. I I love that because I heard Psalms ninety-one.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, we did. He
1: that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. That's talking about the Mm -hmm. Most High God. He is the Most High God. Yes shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. Mm -hmm. This I will say of the Lord. He is my refuge. He is my fortress. Mm. You can say he's your healer because he is. You can say he is my deliverer because he is. But watch this here. Verse 1 again of Psalms 91. If you dwell and that word dwell me, live in, remain in, stay in, the mm-hmm. secret place. What's the secret place? His word. Uh-huh. All right now. Jesus says, you abide in me and, conjunction, if you abide in, in me and my word abide in you. Mm. Here we go. You can ask for whatever you will. And it will be done for you by my father in Mm -hmm. heaven. Mm -hmm. It'll be done for you. Uh, Job chapter 22 and verse 28 in the NIV says, whatever you decide on.
0: All right.
1: I'm healed right now in the name of Jesus. In Mm -hmm. spite of what my body is feeling, I'm healed. So he said, what you decide on, watch this, will be done for you. Isn't that what you was talking about, prophet?
0: Absolutely.
1: What you decide on will be done for you. Not what you mental assent on, what you act on, act on that word, will be done for you and light will shine on your way. Glory be
0: to God. Do y'all see that? Amen. Amen you
1: got to act. Yes, faith is a fact, but you must act. Faith without corresponding actions is dead. You've got to act, folks. Mm -hmm. Now, when he said what you did in Job 22 and 28, when he said what you decide on will be done for you, you got to decide what he said. Don't consider your body. When you, when you believe in God for healing, you can't consider your body. You
0: All right, can't yeah. consider
1: what you're feeling. The word of God must dominate your feelings. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it will if you let it. And mm-hmm. when you get in that secret place, did you know Satan can't even find you? Come on. He can't even touch you. The Bible said we are together with him in heavenly places. Right? That's right. What is that for? Why did it say that? (laughs) Folks, listen. There is a place in God where Satan can't even get to you to put nothing on you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Are you hearing me? Yes. Prophet, the first person entered into healing school today They are right now. They're listening to us. They are in the hospital dealing with Mm. Mm -mm COVID-19. Wow. Now, Psalms 107 and verse 20 says he sent his word.
0: Yes.
1: And healed them and -hmm. delivered them from COVID-19. Glory be to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. delivered them from the heart trouble. Amen. Delivered them from the sugar diabetes. Are you getting this? Yes. He said by his stripes, you were healed. You're not going to be healed. See, that's another mistake people make. What God going to do? No, he's not. Mm -hmm. He already has. I said he already has. Mm -hmm. receive it, take it, you begin to say, the scripture Mm -hmm. says, let the weak say, I'm strong. Let's say it this way. Let the sick say, I'm healed. Mm. If you don't have enough money, God is the God of too much money. You can say, my God's supply. See, he is mm. your supply. Mm. Mm. Hey, Amen. I'm telling you, you are healed. Healed. You are healed. Well, Brother Amen. Elder, I can't say I'm healed, but I feel like nine miles of unpaved road. You are healed because Jesus said so.
0: Amen. Yes, he did. He
1: provided healing for you before you ever entered into your mother's womb because he knew you was going to need it. Mm -mm -mm. Amen. Amen. Nothing escapes him. He knows about everything. And you know what? He not only know, but he provided for it.
0: Yes, Lord God.
1: Yes, yes it he is. did. He provided for it. He's the God who knows he done seen ahead. Come on. And everything that you need has already been done.
0: Praise God.
1: Who his own self took your infirmities. He bore your sickness and disease in his own body. That's right. And Jesus himself made this announcement. By his stripes, you were healed. So before you were sick, you were healed. Hmm. If you are not seeing what you desire to see, take the word of God and rewrite the script.
0: All right. Instead of
1: being sick, Romans chapter 4, before we go to the phone lines here, Romans chapter 4 and verse 17. It says, Even God, who quickeneth the dead, mean make a lie, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things that be not, as though they were. Mm. This is how you do it. Mm. Your body is sick. Get sick out of your vocabulary. Jesus said you heal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Get in agreement with him. How you do that? You say you're healed. Praise God. He took your sickness. He bore your disease. You say the mm. same thing. Father, I thank you. I receive it now. Come on. I I take it now.
0: I take it now.
1: Oh, yeah. I take it now. I take it now. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. It's not about what you feel. That's right. Guess what it's about? What you believe. Mm -hmm. Do you believe what he said that you are healed? Take it. Start now. speaking it. Start speaking it. And speak it again. And speak it again. That's like in Mark chapter 5, verse 27 and 28. That woman who had the issue of blood. In the Amplified Classic it says, for she kept saying, for she yes. kept saying, she kept yes. saying, if I could just touch his garment, I'll be made whole. In other words, I'm healed. That's right. She kept saying it. She kept saying it. She kept mm. saying it, and she said it some more, and she kept saying it. What was she doing? She was getting rid of that sick image.
0: That's right. Come on.
1: You got to change the image, folks. You must change that image. How do you change it? Hmm. Say what the word says. Say what
0: Believe the words says. Believe
1: what the word says.
0: Believe what the word Father,
1: says. Father, I thank you. You said I'm healed. You don't lie. I must be. In spite of everything going on around me, in spite of what I'm feeling, I can depend on you and I know it.
0: I'm healed. You see, we've been taught the wrong way about it, Apostle, and I think that's where a lot of people, a lot of us get stuck. That's where I was because I was under the impression that if the pains and symptoms were still in my body, the word of God did not work.
1: Mm. Yeah. You
0: see. And that's where we, we miss it. We haven't been taught these things that we're sharing this morning and, and we share all the time in healing school. What we do in healing school is to give you another perspective of how God works. So you can gain faith for what He's what the word says you can have. You see, and if we have no faith, then we we can't our healing is not going to it's not based on anything, so we we go we go without. Yeah. Instead of putting up the fight, we should fight. What we have to get a good working knowledge that healing is, it's yours. It is yours. It's mine. It's just like the refrigerator in your home, all the appliances in your home, whatever is in your home, it's yours. And you would not just sit idly by and let a thief walk through the door and take it.
1: Because That's you right. have
0: that mindset. You have that understanding. You have a working knowledge. You have good understanding. That that belongs to you. That's your property. Well, you can see what we're missing in healing is that we don't understand that healing is your property. It already belongs to you. Jesus died okay. to provide that for you. And Satan yes. is a thief in the spirit world that comes to steal your healing. But when you get that good working knowledge, a good working knowledge of how things work in the spirit, you will fight. You will stand your ground spiritually. You won't let him come in and take your healing. Amen. You see, you won't let him take it because now you got a good working knowledge of, hey, this is already my property. This belongs to me. Jesus provided it for me at Calvary. But all we teach a lot is that we're saved. Thank God we're saved. Thank God for salvation. But there was a lot more that came through the cross than just your salvation. Your healing came through the cross as well. Jesus died to provide that. He took that right. on himself. The Bible says yeah. he became what you you are. He took all of that on for you. But Satan right. knowing that we don't know this, uh, Pastor, he steals from us. That's and right. the average Christian just stands idly by and says, Well, you know, and we we excuse it like this. Well my father had that sickness. Well my mom had that sickness. Uncle Bo P had that. Uncle Bob and them had that. You know, that they all had, you know, cancer. My family is known for that. You know, you have to get to the point where you say, my family may have been known for that. My family may have this hereditary trait running down the, the middle of our family, but the buck stops here. That's right. It stops with me. I reverse the curse today. I will not die with whatever it was that my parents and my forefathers died with because I have knowledge of something they just did not have. I Mm -hmm. have inside information, and I say it stops with me and my family. Are you listening to me? That's good. He will uphold you in that. Because now your understanding is in, has been em, emboldened. You've, you've broadened the horizon on spiritual things. And when you get a good understanding like that, that Satan's stealing from you, you will stand your ground on the word of God, child of God. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. And that's what he said. Abundance of understanding is coming our way in 2021. Just because we're in November, it's not fading out. As a matter of fact, it's getting stronger. Yeah. An abundance of understanding and we pray that you're getting a good understanding of how spiritual things is supposed to work for you in your life amen That's praise life. god glory to god